Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 190 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-hosts. My name is Craig, 2024 model. <laughs> my name is also Craig, suffering in the cold and wind over here. It's so bad. Please well, it's bad me. here, but then, like, Buffalo is terrible. True, it could be and worse, the city I guess. Is terrible. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah. It's a tundra yep. in the US here. Let me but know when know, it's we... spring. Exactly. Yeah, I miss spring already. It's moments like these when the wind is bad. I want spring again. Yeah. Regardless, we've been doing all these special podcasts, and now we're back down to the basics, back down to where we belong, which is leading with the news first. Uh, and to be honest, within the three weeks, we haven't uh, recorded anything about new about news. Uh, there isn't much left or not. didn't much come out. So first we'll talk about Globe, uh, Golden Globe winners because that did happen while we were mm-hmm. doing our other stuff. Uh, just in a, And I'll just kind of go over the bigger winners here. Oppenheimer wins Best Drama. Cillian Murphy mm-hmm. of Oppenheimer wins Best Actor. Robert Downey Jr. wins Best Supporting Actor of Oppenheimer. Wins Best Director and also wins Best Original Score. Barbie, I feel like they just kind of have to give her something, which is kind of wrong. Uh, that they yeah, have. Barbie got shafted hard. The yeah, best achievement in cinema and yeah. original song. It's kind of weird they gave them that because it, and and it feels kind of like a pity prize. <laughs> because like it was Barbenheimer, like yep. it was both it was it was both things that was kind of the big achievement in cinema. I like the Barbie movie. I wish it I wish it had won more. I thought Margot should have won Best Actress. She yep. did not. Um, and then like what matters to me as well is the Boy and the Heron wins Best Animated in a really weird. Um, I need to see the movie and I plan on seeing it, but just with everything that the Spider across the Spider Verse did right. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised they didn't. Our top three movies didn't really get a lot of love. No. From the Emmys. Like our, I mean, our podcast is top three movies, like basically collectively. Yeah. I mean, John Wick's not ever going to get anything. It, it should. It was nominated in that category that Barbie won. And that's just like, I like that new category, which is like, hey, which movie that did normal people like, you know, not which movie did actors and, and the people who have votes like. But yeah, I mean, what bothers me the most is the people saying like, well, I mean, we all expected this. Barbie is not a awards movie. I, I strongly disagree with that. Um, if you're going to consider Oppenheimer one, I think Bar- Barbie is as well. And that's a, that's a good call. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know back when we all watched it together, if I thought that it would have won so few Emmys. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. There's a reason why award ceremonies in general get less and less popular every year with the with, with the public in general. Like and this there is year, a re- this year was no different because jo- yeah. Joe Coy was uh, terrible. That, uh, yeah. yeah. And I like Joe Coy, <laughs> but like I, I normally like outside of hosting Emmys. I like him. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That was for me. I, the biggest sting for me, though, was the the uh, the last of us. Yeah, that really hurt me that, you know, I think uh, the number of categories it was nominated for and, and none of them won anything. And it all went to what succession, yeah. which I've tried to watch multiple times and just find the most boring TV show ever made. 
but I get it. It's an awards type show. But I don't I was I guess I was holding out hope The Last of Us would win something. But it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just sad considering that like The Last of Us is what all anybody was talking about for a little bit. And I feel like mm-hmm. the reason Succession got as much popularity as it did. And to be fair, it is a very popular show yeah. from what I listened to. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of it was the like the series finale. So yep. it's like this is the last time you give Succession all these awards. But then, you know, what other show is going to crop up? That's like, OK, here's the next show that deserves all the awards sort of deal. And Nick Offerman did win for Best Supporting Actor for The Last of Us. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is that. But yeah, Succession, I just don't understand that show. I don't know why it's so popular. Yeah, I racked up a lot of awards, but mm-hmm. nah, I don't know. I guess it's to be expected considering the kind of show it is. Well, yep. then uh, let's let's get into game news then. Sure. So what I have left here is layoffs at Gearbox to start the year. What a wonderful time to be alive. More layoffs (laughs) as as we bring in 2024. Hopefully those people affected find better jobs that are going to lay them off like that. That's a pretty crappy thing to do right right into the new year. We then have Sony's V2 version 2 controller boasting a longer battery life leaked on uh, Canada retail sites so people are more or less looking forward to that and uh, I just thought something cool the Xbox Series S toaster yeah like you have the fridge right Craig are mm-hmm. you gonna get a toaster Ooh. I thought about it it's only 40 bucks that's not a bad price for but I don't have a toaster I have a toaster oven okay um, yeah. but it does put the logo on your toast I guess if you're into that it's out at Walmart I think carries it 39.99 is when is what it was when I looked I was like, oh, you know what? That's not a terrible price. It, I'm sure it's cheap. Yeah, have your what? have your toast served by Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> if it that, made the sound stream like the oh, Xbox man, turn on sound, I would. Mm. I probably would buy it right away. You know, um, yeah, that's, that's but, a good point. That's a good but point. I, but I don't think it does, and I don't really need a toaster. Maybe if like it doesn't sell and it ends up being like twenty bucks, I might pick it up and just like put it on a shelf behind me or something. Not yeah. even plug it in. There you go. But yeah, that's all I have for news. Anything else you guys want to talk about or anything I missed? Um, hey, Craig. Yeah, I mean, we got some some more Switch 2 rumors going around. If we want to kind of go over those, uh, a September 24th release date uh, was, I'm going to put leaked in quotations because it's not yeah. obviously confirmed, um, but that got out there. And then also this one I kind of find hard to believe, but uh, 120 hertz screen i'll believe that when i see it coming from yeah Nintendo. literally when yeah. you really see it in your hands I, I don't know about that one um and then a 399 price point has which to, is pop- has to that- stay there it has yeah to be it, does. it does yep. it does i am not paying 500 but i am all ready to like trade in my old switch for this one in september if that's the case uh. Most definitely. Wasn't uh, the leak, was it Game Shark that leaked it? Yeah, or? <laughs> yeah Game Shark. Well, yeah, so, so the, the whole point of that is that Game Shark is looking to get back in business. Right. In, Which I'm for. In leagues with the version V2. I miss yep. those yeah. things. I was thinking about that stuff the other day. Yeah, I still I have my, um, uh, what Game is it Genie? called? I think it's Action Replay. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. For my 3DS stuff. I loved doing that stuff. It is mm. so yep. much fun. Um. It's, yeah, it's but I, I just don't think it's supported really anymore like it was like 
I, I mean, Craig and I are a little bit older, so like I had the Game Genie for regular Nintendo, Let's and you go. had to like you had to like attach it to whatever cartridge you were using, shove that in your Nintendo, and then you had to get out the book, right, that came with mm-hmm. it, and look for the game, and then type in the codes mm-hmm. on the screen before you. Man, that was such a cool time. There was there was such a novelty to that as a kid. There was just such a novelty to that. Um, yep. I, I miss those it sounds days. Like the 3ds one was a little easier to use so yeah i mean it was i mean if you could describe it like picture so it would attach to your cartridge and not very well you would shove the whole thing so your game genie's like hanging out of your nintendo you would push power it would go to like this black screen with like gold letters and numbers and it would like spin stars around the the letter or number you were choosing and then you had this thick thick book with just about every Nintendo game. And you'd be like, all right, Super Mario 3, uh, Infinite Lives. Lives. And you type in the code. And then when you were done, you would hit enter and it would load up the game. It was such a crazy thing. It felt like it you was. were like, you felt like a hacker. You did. <laughs> and, and you're right, Craig. It felt like, you felt like you were going to break your, your yep. Nintendo. Like when, while you were handling it, it just yep. looked like you were going to mess something up. It just felt really I don't know. It definitely wasn't approved by Nintendo. That's for no. sure. No. <laughs> yeah, bring that stuff back though. That 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 stuff is fun. Yeah. It. It's yeah. cool. I mean, you don't even really see like uh, input codes for stuff in games anymore. You don't. You know, we like, should that's do. A- we should do like a a best accessories like throwback accessories episode. And that like, I don't cool. know. I don't know if I have a lot in my home um, because a lot of it's back in my hometown. But mm-hmm. like. I don't know if I could visually show it, but we should. That would be a fun thing to do. Is just talk I'm about gonna, old video game accessories. Still got my super scope. We could whip that out. <laughs> we'll find a duck hunt gun. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> I have my regular Nintendo Zapper. We could. We have that around here. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, last thing I have is just uh, the Last of Us castings. I thought were pretty cool. Um, yeah. For season two, we got Caitlin Deaver coming in as Abby. Um, I'll tell you what, I think she can pull it off. If you watch, I know I did. I don't know if you guys watched her movie on um, Hulu with the aliens, like No One Will Save You. Oh, No One Will Save You. No, I haven't watched that yet. I would say like if you're on the fence for a bit like, oh, she can't do Abby, go watch that movie because she carries that movie by herself. I just Mm -hmm. think when I look at it, I'm like, oh, she's going to have to get a little bit bigger. You know what I mean? Because Abby is like intimidating Mm -hmm. and Caitlin is not. So if she puts on like, some like muscle. I think she could, I, I think she'll be fine. Um, but the other ones too, we got uh, uh, young Mazzino and he's from beef. I loved him in mm-hmm. beef. Um, he's coming in and then uh, door. The Explorer is also going to, I'm just calling her door. The Sick. Explorer, Isabella Merced, but um, I love that movie. The door the Explorer movie. I thought it was incredible. Um, oh. She's going to be uh, Dina. So I think that's, those are solid picks. Those are our solid picks. Like, do we have no boots? complaints? Mm-hmm. Do we have boots coming in at all? I'm just playing. I just that's a door. That's such an underrated movie. It really uh, is. Um, I was looking at a story earlier similar to that, Craig. And young Manzino has like the perfect facial structure for Jesse. Yep, he does. It's almost identical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> you just got. You got to love a good casting. You know, mm-hmm. gotta love a good casting. I'm excited for that next season, next two seasons or whatever. I think it's going to be great. Um, I think they have not missed on the casting yet. Even I felt like I was a little on the fence with Abby, but I mean, 
I think we're going to be okay. Well, I think that's because that actress was very many times linked to being playing Ellie. Yeah. as like my fans. Mm. So it's kind of strange to see that she, um, like now she's playing Abby after fans linked her to play, you know, wanting her to play yeah. Ellie. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really okay with either. I, you know, that, that show did such a good job. It's earned my trust. So whatever. Yeah. And everybody was, everybody was against the Ellie casting originally. Yeah. And, and yeah. that worked out well too. So they know what they're doing, but those are the only, really the only two things I had just waiting on that switch. Yeah, right. Um, I'm going to follow the Last of Us uh, news and uh, say Last of Us Part 2 is getting a, a, essentially it's getting its own documentary, a making of documentary, which is going to be the sequel to the original Last of Us making of documentary. Um, It's free to watch on YouTube. Um, I feel like with something like that, if you haven't played the game or if you're waiting for the next season, I don't know how much you would want to watch of that, but for, you know, people who have played the game. That's definitely something to look forward to, um, especially with with the genius that is behind Naughty Dog and the, and the creation of both games. You know, that's that's something I would watch um, watch the creation of for. So it's called Grounded Two. Um, I don't know if I have a date for it yet, um, but but that's coming up in in the near future. Um, one of the other things I have speaking of the near future is Starfield is supposedly getting a plethora of updates coming uh, this That's year. Barry's waiting for. Um, I've been waiting for this all along. <laughs> uh, the, the next update promises, quote, over 100 fixes and improvements. Um, apparently also a, a PC beta is arriving next week as well. And they are promising roughly every six weeks to have an update to, wow. I guess, fur- further bolster um, the love and tenderness that that game needs. Uh, I don't know. Do we see a resurgence in Starfield after some of these updates? What do you guys think? Support it for two years, like Cyberpunk has, and I'll uh, and maybe I'll jump back into it and give it a shot. But a major changes have to be um, addressed. No story should take you ten to fifteen hours to start getting into. My attention span's <laughs> so short now, anyway. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, point. I would agree. I think. Maybe, but I think at this point it's going to be a little too late because now we're starting to get into games for this year coming out, and like eh, I feel like it's going to get forgotten. Yeah, at what it point do they has. just switch and worry about Elder Scrolls instead? Because that's what yep the next big thing for them is correct. That is, yeah, put the focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, it does have to obviously compete, like you guys, uh, like Craig, you were saying with the uh, the new plethora of games coming out this year. So we'll see. Um, I might, that might be a down the road cyberpunk where we pick this up, like in the lull time next year mm-hmm. to give it like that real, real love uh, or give it uh, time for the, it to get that real, real love. So, um, but I thought that was interesting. And then last thing I have is Xbox developer direct is happening on Thursday. It's just watch it um, <laughs> specifically for Se- Senua two. Um, is is what I'm. I mean, there's Are other interesting give us things a on. Date? We have. I hope. It has to be a date. It has yeah. To. yeah, it's like for so number one. This is an hour long, uh, direct. They really highlighted four games: Indiana Jones, Senua uh, Saga Two. Uh, sorry, Senua Saga, Hellblade Two, Avowed, and Era History Untold. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're all getting like ten to fifteen minutes a pop of like gameplay and showing. If you don't give us a date for Hellblade. 
after, yep. in a, in a fifteen minute like. I need it. Yep. I need it. So they should have given it to us at the game awards, but mm-hmm. they should have. They obviously don't have have it ready to go for a specific time yet, or yeah. at least they don't want to put crunch on them. So that's fine. But if that's the case, like then say it's not coming out this year. So we can all be like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, it will be nice. Um, but that's all I had. Um, I'll be tuning in. It starts at 3 PM central. Sorry. It's 3 PM Eastern for all us Eastern people. And then you guys can do the math yourself for the time zones, but yeah, I'm excited. All right. So then let's talk about the games we played during the great backlog yeah. <laughs> uh, time this time around, because this was your chance to get through the backlog because games are coming out uh, now this month. Uh, speaking of which games I played was uh, I finished and uh, beat the DLC for God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. Finals. The finals. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a game I missed last year that was on my list, Figment 2. Um, I don't know if I'm the first one, but I'm going to say I'm the first one to crack open the Metal Gear Solid collection out of all of us. Was I? Yep. Ooh, yep, you yeah, you are. <laughs> all right, I was. And then uh, I've been playing a ton, and I have to talk about the Final Fantasy VII event in Apex. Yeah, yep. Perfect. Um, I'm the slacker this week, guys, because <laughs> uh, I've just been trying to trudge through Baldur's Gate 3, which is... takes so long. Yeah, um, you have another you got... 100 hours probably still. <laughs> Speaking of 100 hours... I have to, you guys are going to be disappointed in me because I needed something just like a break from Baldur's Gate 3. And No, no, you didn't. Persona again? You didn't. No, you didn't no, it's, okay. I don't know. It might be worse. It might not be worse. I started Elden Ring again. Oh my God. So what many options man? and you choose Elden Ring. Yeah. What is this man doing? Oh my oh, God. Oh man. I just I just needed like a three hour break so and I and I wanted to just play something where I died a lot so I just picked up Elden Ring again <laughs> so I will not that. I will not be carrying the video games oh, this oh week. My God, this man never <laughs> learns. <laughs> so I guess yeah, um, I guess I'll start off with it. Sure. Uh, I'll start off with God of War's uh, Ragnarok Valhalla DLC free to anybody that has a PS5 in the game. Uh, quite an interesting roguelike i didn't really have high expectations for it but it's really met and surpassed them all um some pretty good story dialogue some really like hard-fought boss battles that i enjoyed uh the roguelike aspect i feel like they did pretty well um it does gameplay does a good job of like cycling you like to one path so if you decide that you want to be you know you want your weapon to be the axe you're going to get a lot of stuff for the axe and so on and so forth with the other two weapons. Um, just in general, it was kind of nice to revisit Kratos's past and how to look at a different lens or how they showed his actions through a different lens and why some of the actions that he did in his past games, while horrible, were justified in what he was doing and just overall the, uh, a pretty surprisingly big like dlc for story base when you're playing a roguelike i didn't expect it to have this much story in it but it it did um the characters have grown since you've last played with them you know things have happened that you are learning about yourself during the dlc if it i always suggest like t- take a little bit to get back into the combat before 
you jump into the DLC. But overall, um, very impressed with the with the DLC and how well it is. I guess I shouldn't be like surprised, but I was um, just by what they did with it. So I definitely suggest you guys play it. Mm-hmm. I just have no desire to turn that ba- that game back on ever again. We will, we both know why Barry. He's yeah. saying that. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you know, it's it's surprising to me also how like that game still looks gorgeous. Um, yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where I've been playing like Cyberpunk. I've been playing other games. Unfortunately, been playing Madden, and I load up God of War, and I'm like, damn, this game still looks fin- uh, magnificent. So yeah. Just, just overall, kudos to them, and hopefully you guys try the DLC. I'm interested to see what your opinions are. If you would would you say, would you say that God of War or Horizon is the better looking game on PlayStation? I know my answer. I think I my my answer is Horizon. I think it's God of War. I think it's God of War. So the yeah. only thing for God of War for me is that it's a lot of snow. Um. Uh, horizon is a lot more colorful and my dumb brain is like colors yay sort of deal so that that would be the only reason i i still pick horizon uh the detail on kratos is still like second to none doesn't 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 horizon have a larger task with how much is being rendered at once as well yeah absolutely would you say yeah so like that's working in its favor definitely Agreed. And then the and then the finals, for me the free shadow dropped uh, yes team based shooter that came out. It's interesting. <laughs> I I will put yeah. it that way. It is a mixture of you know you have your light, medium, and heavy classes. Each class gets a certain thing. Um, trying to figure out what to say about it. I do like the destructive environments. I think that is fun and it's a neat way because a lot of the times we're faced in games with an objective that you can't move. You can literally blow the wall out from under the objectives in in the middle of a match and like have it buried under rubble rubble or like it can legitimately be moved uh, through sheer force of will. So there's a lot of interesting points to this game. I don't know how like long I'll be playing it just because there is only like three game modes it seems as though the medium class is overpowered because they're the ones that get the defibrillators that heal your people back up instantly they're the ones that get the healing gun that heals Mm. your people up quickly i i've been having a fun playing as like a light or heavy character but Mm. i just feel as though every like there's so much importance on the medium that if you don't have a medium character then your team's screwed otherwise but I I do find certain aspects of this game fun. I just feel like you probably have to have a team. You're probably not having a lot of fun playing it on your own. Yeah, I played it for like an hour. I was trying all the different classes. I think it's different. It just it wasn't something that really like caught me. That was like, oh man, I'm gonna play this every night. Something was just like not quite clicking. I like the idea of it being three teams. Like that's mm-hmm. cool, and it's just something yeah. different than your normal battle royale. Um, and it looks good. Yeah, there's three v four game types as well. Mm. Uh, kind of chaotic, but it, it's one of these things where the the one game mode you can either open up banks and get money or kill people. 
it's one of those things where I like that the game doesn't like the person who has the most money is never like, oh, here he is. Go kill him. Kind of mm. like how Call of Duty mm. will reward you for marking yourself or collecting a bounty so that you can, you know, highlight and kill the person uh, that you're that you're looking to do for money. It's more or less if you stick with your team and you communicate. Uh, it's one of the rare times I feel like it physically affects just because I was playing with someone else and then another random. And that random was always almost a hindrance, almost all of the time, because <laughs> there's yeah. no there's no communication to yeah. it at all. So. And the sniper, the sniper class feels real good. Um, I really enjoyed using it. It's just like if you're trying to do anything as far as like collecting the money, you're pretty much useless, like trying yeah, to defend your teammates are picking it up. Yeah, mm. um, but it feels like that sniper feels great. I'm going to try it again. I was just like, I played it for like a day and I was like, eh, yeah, let maybe. me know when you're playing it. I'll yeah. Pick up a yeah, we can definitely do you. that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Figment 2, not to be confused with Figment 1, which just dropped on Game Pass, which is weird that the second one was on there before the first one. Um, this is yeah. like a relatively short experience. It's like three to four hours to get through the second one. Um I really, really enjoyed it. It's kind of a, uh, you can kind of look at it as like a, uh, I don't even know, like a, almost a top down, but it's kind of like a Dark Souls style combat, um, but it's not like super in depth. It's like you have a dodge and an attack and that's it. I think what sets it apart for me is it's like musically based. So like the characters, yes. there's like songs, okay. they're singing, like the bosses sing. Um, it's There's really like one major boss, but like every time you fight him, it's, like he's he has a different uh, verse for his song, and it's very very the whole game's very catchy. Um, so both games are actually really good. The first one's really fun too. They're just like nice contained experiences, and that's what I was looking for in these past couple weeks. I was like, I don't really need anything super in depth, you know. Um, give me something easy. So Figment Two, mm-hmm. go check that out. They're both on Game Pass. Um, they're a good time. And am I really? I'm the only one who opened Metal Gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think I, I don't know if I want to open yeah, it, maybe yeah, keep it as a collector yeah. kind of thing. Go, go defend yourself, Craig. That's I, what I, I, I feel compelled to. Nah. I, I, feel, I mean, you I, know how much I, talk, I love I love uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's you two that are the Metal Gear fans. I just want to point out that you two both bought it on release, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I got it for Christmas and I opened it before both of you. Yeah. That's, that's a point. Um, so I only have started the first one. Uh, I played a little bit of the one that I used to play on regular Nintendo because I saw that was on there. I was like, I remember that game. Um, But the majority of my time was with Metal Gear Solid. I mean, for me, the nostalgia is there. I love playing Metal Gear Solid. So I'm like, this is good. But I do have to agree that like not a whole lot was done. Like, it's just here's the game. We didn't really upgrade the graphics in any way. Controls are fine. Um, (laughs) They didn't really... Like it needs an update is what we need a remastered Metal Gear Solid. I don't I know they're starting with three. I wish they would have started with Metal Gear Solid. I do as well. I do as well. But I'll um, take I'll take three. Go ahead. So it's so it's just a cash grab. It's like we're going to give you. Uh, yeah. For the most part, we're going to give you the collection. All, us three bought it. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to just get like the remastered um, each version where they do all the changes and fixes. Probably. You know. I think it it depends on how well Metal Gear Solid 3, the remaster, goes. Because that's obviously the most popular one. I get it. Um, 3 was huge. Makes sense. 
But I would hope that enough people are going to buy this that they could then go into and be like, hey, let's do one and two and let's mm. give it the, you know, it, it deserves it. I think I will go to the grave saying that the first Metal Gear Solid is the best story. I think it's by far well above the third. Hands well down. Above. Shadow yep. Moses, hands down. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm going to play through it. And it's it's a great game for me to like, hey, I'm going to play that for like an hour today. Um, I still remember where everything is because I played it so many times. So it's not like a, a chore to play that game. I'm like, oh, yep, this still works. Um, I enjoy it. It is. It could have been better. Yes. If you haven't played them, I think it's fair to want to pick it up um, and play through it. Just know that it's a little dated. Right? It's a little rough. <laughs> I have a question for you, Craig. Yeah. How did it feel getting in the elevator? <laughs> at the beginning just with him with, yeah with him taking every all the all the gear off oh that I mean, had to, that, that had was to a, such a cool moment when that originally came out and you're like what am i playing what is this game this is wild um yeah i mean it's a great game one of the best games of all time it really is and, and in terms of remasters for people like us craig if they're going if they're starting with three it let's mm-hmm. say it's successful they're going to go back to one that's the other yep. one that we really 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 want updated I like two. I know that it's polarized. I like two and I like four and I know it's polarized. So at least they'll get the two best ones out if this one is successful. You know, like let's say, you know, I don't don't know why they would stop if, you know, three goes well and then they go back to the original. But, you know, they'll get the two ones out first. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if to like, do I recommend it? Do I not recommend it? I guess if you haven't played it and you're interested, yes, play it just understand that it's going to be a little rough to play through and you're not going to feel the same way that Craig and I do about that game. Um, that goes, I guess, mainly towards you, Barry, but I would still say play it because I think the story is enough that you're going to be like, okay, I, I understand. Yeah. The um, moment you guys mentioned shadow Moses, it's shadow like, Moses. Uh, I might, I mm-hmm. might, might try it. Shadow Moses and the DARPA chief and the DARPA <laughs> chief. Yeah. Yep. The twist and the, and the metal gear and, and, and Meryl and, and revolver, revolver Ocelot and the Raven and psycho mantis, man. You know, it, it's, it, I, I at least know about psycho mantis cause that's mm-hmm. always been like talked about as one of gaming's highlights. Sniper wolf uh, it has sniper wolf. Vulcan it, Raven. Yep. It's funny yeah. for me just because it's still like Guns of the Patriots was my first soiree <laughs> I know, into Metal man. Gear. And yep. that game was never so confusing. But I have <laughs> well, to... <laughs> start... Metal Gear Solid is not as confusing. It's well, very straightforward. Yeah. Barry, do you do you tell anybody to start their Kingdom Hearts journey with Kingdom Hearts 3? Yeah. And like it's the no, same no, thing. It's the no, same abso- so much lore. Not, but you, yeah. you have you have to keep in mind that it almost feels like one, two, and three was a different generation. Yeah, when it was. I grew up. So it was like I fought, I got Guns of the Patriots when I was old enough to play and mm. understand that game. Yeah, um, I still remember my frustration with four because, like, yeah. in the very beginning, I'm like, what is all this? What am I <laughs> playing? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, Raiden, who I thought was the coolest thing in the world. He's uh, he cool. Not, he's not cool. having a clue what he was. So yeah, it's... He's, he's cool. He has one of, he yeah. has one of the best cutscenes that decade. He has one of the best cutscenes that, and you know what cutscene I'm talking about, definitely. You're talking about in Metal Gear Solid or in uh, 4? I'm talking about in 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of that decade, he has one of the best cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
and then Apex Legends. Um, Barry and I played a little bit yesterday, but I've been playing it. I got thrashed. every every I'm night thrashed. since it came out. Um, here's what I can say about it. Like, obviously, we're me specifically. I'm a huge sucker for Final Fantasy VII. So if you put that on any game, I'm gonna be like, yup. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little uh, confused by the choices as far as like who they decide gets costumes and who doesn't. Um, I did get one costume so far. I got the cloud costume, but it's for, uh, uh, man, what's his name? The one who throws up the drone. I never use crypto. him, so I forget. Crypto. Mm. And that's my thing. I'm like, that's cool, but like, I don't play as crypto, so it's kind of like, eh. Um, the game mode is fun. You can get the buster sword. You can run around and like swing at people and block bullets, and there's materia you can put in your guns. That's a cool idea. Um, everything about it, I'm enjoying. The only thing I'm not enjoying is the fact that if you want to collect everything, you're going to spend over $300. And Apex has been at the forefront of like the amount of money you got to put in to get what you want has always been ridiculous. Barry knows with his, uh, his Watson heirloom and how much he spent to get that thing. Um, (laughs) they have always been willing to push the envelope as far as how much people are willing to pay. And I think this is they've never gone this far. It's been like, hey, you know what? You can get the Buster Sword as an heirloom for your characters, but you're going to have to spend over three hundred dollars. I have not seen a single person in the game with it. I'll just point that out. Not one person. Um, that's to me is like all right, EA. like enough's enough as far as pushing how much people are willing to pay. How much have I spent on the Final Fantasy thing? Uh, Seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. Oh, wow. Um, and I've gotten some cool gun skins. A couple character skins are, are nice. Um, but I'm not spending $300. There's no way. I just, I wasn't even playing this game. I had put it down until this came out. And I have a feeling in like three months, I'll probably delete it off my hard drive again. So the fact of putting $300 into something that I'm not going to be playing in three months is like sickening to me. Uh, understandable especially considering you could put those three hundred dollars toward like the rebirth collector's edition yeah yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) the one all three of us can't buy because we just can't do it like we just can't it's too much can't do it yeah i agree so i would say like check it out don't put a whole bunch of money into it unless i guess you really want to it's your money um but i think the game mode is fun it's a nice change good barry you enjoyed it I did. I like running around with the Buster Sword is fun. I and like the materia, the little things it adds does spice mm-hmm. up the gameplay a little bit more. Um, again, my my fun with it was kind of based on how trash I've become uh, <laughs> at the game. Uh, I'm playing with like, to be honest, I'm thinking about trying to get back on it tonight mm-hmm. and trying to be better. Cross progression <laughs> is nice. Yeah. Uh Mm-hmm. I do not have to worry about my Xbox and PlayStation account having different Loba skins. They're now all in one spot uh, for, yep. you know, to think that I have the Watson heirloom. But when it comes to the money I've spent on Loba, it's pretty bad. Too. <laughs> so, just keep, yeah. you know, keep that in mind or do with that what you will. But I don't know. I really wish uh, it, here's one thing. And like I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty lately just because this is the time where they have time to play it mm-hmm. it's one of those things where warzone has done a very good job of like making you feel good 
because they put you in like the dirt rank lobbies or bots <laughs> and stuff like that where you're just cleaning up house and you start to feel good and then you get dragged back down to real people and then you win one and it's like yeah this is great whereas with apex there really is no warm-up there no. really is no hey let's get into a map make me feel good and then take it all away it's always if you're not good enough you're gonna suck at it still mm. so a part of me is like you know we i used to be okay at apex but um, a part of me is lately like I gotta I gotta get better. I gotta be better. You definitely have to dedicate a lot of time. Yeah. To get back into it. Um, for sure. But I've been having fun for the time being. I'll probably drop it in a week or two. But then uh Craig, your your wonderful games. How's how's Boulder's Gate three? Um, it's great. I'm I'm at the end of Act Two. Um, there's just so much. How many hours for Act um, Two? For Act Two, I think it took me. I think I I spent like thirty. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> how um, many How many do you have total right now? Uh oh man, what was it? I think it's eighty nine. And you're only on Act Two, Act Three. Act two, yeah, haven't beaten Act two yet, but I, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. There's so much side stuff, guys. It's um, it's 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 really a, a wonderful game because like the first act, and this won't ruin anything for anybody who hasn't started yet. But the first act is a great introduction. You can can't get lost, but it's a very sunny, um, type of area. You know, very nice in a lot of places, and the danger areas do have different color changes. But Act two is dark. Like literally and figuratively, like you get in there and then it, it kind of takes this turn and um, there's some really great character creation that they had, and especially in some of the enemies that you're fighting, some of the bosses, mini bosses, things like that. So it's a really great section and I'm getting way too lost in it. There's a almost what like Elden Ring had legacy dungeons to let you know that that's a longer dungeon. Like there's there's one area that I found that I walked, I don't know, five minutes in, and I was like, oh, this is gonna take me a bit. It just it just opened up. There was and there was multiple s stories in that area and multiple quests to finish. So the combination of that and like to be honest with you guys, a lot of the upkeep is what takes so long. You know, you go on a small run, so to speak. You know, and then all your characters are encumbered. You go back, you figure out what to sell, you figure out what to store. You know, um, there's a lot of uh, D and D things that I I like that kind of makes you feel make you, it makes you feel so in control of how you're progressing the game. You know, am I taking a long rest here? I know if I take that long rest, there's probably going to be somebody waiting at camp to talk to from something that I did finish. You know, I'm starting to get into some of the romantic storylines. You know, <laughs> as well. Um, starting to get into that warm embrace of the year. Well, yeah, because yeah, it was funny here, baby, because <laughs> like it was really funny. I was playing this game and like my wife and I game next to each other. And sometimes our gaming position is like we have a long table and we'll just put both laptops on there and we'll just play side by side. So we're peeking at each other's screen like, oh, how's the game going? How's the game going? Well, I got into one of those romantic storylines right there and I just kind of sat back and let it happen. My wife didn't say a word. <laughs> Not one, nice. not, not even, you can't, it's not even like you, you saw her holding back a chuckle or a, what the heck is going on. Like she was so engrossed in her game <laughs> I, I, that she, she had to have seen it. I mean, the screens are like right here. And I, I just 
let the scene play out. <laughs> yep. You know, like that kind of thing. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I'm trying to make sure my characters are prepared because I'm still it's it's great. Your butt gets whooped the whole time unless you make a couple of moves in the right direction. So it's uh, it's fantastic. I should have beaten this a long time ago and I'm trying to beat it. I shouldn't have been playing Elden Ring, but I'm trying to beat it before we get Suicide Squad Persona 3 Reload. When's Infinite Wealth coming out, Craig? Is that is that February that's 2 this, or is that changed? No, that's, that's, that's this month. It's in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to finish know, it. There, there oh is a game God. that's also, and I think Infinite Wealth may be coming out the same day that Last of Us Part 2 remastered is coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, The I Last of Us Part 2, I I don't know about that. Like, I, I mean, I'm going to buy it for 10 bucks, yeah. but I'm not going to play through The Last of Us again. I don't got the time. I I, I think I might. But also, I we, have, did. we have Persona 3 coming out this, this month, don't we? February 2nd. Trust oh, me, okay. I mean I know. Game I Pass, know. right? And it's yeah. Game Pass too, so we yeah. don't have to spend any money, Barry. And <laughs> they they modeled it, and they modeled it a lot after Persona Five too. They like revamped it Persona Five esque. Come on, Barry, get get your Persona. Let's get let's get our Persona shoes on. I you know, know it's, it's funny. I'm ready. <laughs> you know what? You know what I think we should do is all right. So what day? Hold on. Get, what time or uh, what date does Persona? three come out persona three and suicide squad i think come out on the same day which is the second of february so we're gonna have to make some decisions here all right so persona three is february 2nd um what day does infinite wealth come out let's see january 26th okay so it's the day it's the week after so what i what i propose is if i start infinite wealth the week that Persona 3 Reload comes out and see which one of us can finish it, their perspective games first. Can I finish Infinite Wealth, which they have already said is an insanely long game? Oh, did they? I didn't. Oh, it's it's massive. Fantastic. Before you guys finish Persona 3. How long is Persona 3? Probably longer, but it's, it's it an Atlas game. Five? I've never played it, so I don't know. Yeah, like Catherine Full Body is a short Atlas game. Right. Every other Atlas game is like I'm gonna look. one ten to one forty. Am I right, Barry? And about really sh- I really should be playing Catherine. Catherine's oh, good. All right, so Catherine, Persona, Persona three is about eighty two hours. Uh all right. Yeah, because I think that's fair because they have said that the new Infinite Wealth game is like ridiculously long. Like over a hundred hours is what they're saying. I'm super excited about that because I am excited for that. I feel like we should do that. See who can finish first because I'm not going to beat persona three. You guys know that. Yeah. There there may be a day. No, 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 there's no, because I've tried persona five, like five times now. I know it's not going to happen. I I, I'm going to try persona three, but I don't, I don't foresee me getting through that. Uh, Let's see here. I'm just trying to think because I do think I will be playing a little bit of suicide squad. I, that game is, through the mud already mm-hmm. i all of the I'm telling you, it's not I bad see, well no I, all of the gameplay i see of it i'm excited to play it like i think it's probably going to be like one of those games that everybody hates but i like i had fun with it and barry i think you and i are going to look at it like we looked at the avengers game okay. i get this i got the same vibe from it mm-hmm. when i was playing it that i was like okay this is another avengers style game where the story i think is good 
Um, so I'm not worried about what they're saying about it. Everything I've read anyway has been like, yeah, once you get past the story, it just becomes like this grind fast. I'm like, yeah, it's the same thing the Avengers game was. And guess what? We both put it down after the story. Yeah. Mm. So as long as I get a decent story out of it, I'll be fine. There's yeah. no way you can't with that storyline either. Yeah, like that's sure. the storyline we all like the same reason why I loved Injustice. I yep. I'm not a fighting game person, but I love Injustice. Like yep. their storyline. That's a fantastic storyline. It just yeah. hit me. Crap. Uh-oh. So so we might have a three-way tie here. Uh okay. just because if, if you guys Uh-oh. look at it as well. So you're playing Infinite Wealth. Yeah. You'll be playing Persona 3. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Is coming uh-huh. out uh, February first, I think. Is that a hundred hour game? I I think it has to be. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a JRPG. I think I think all three of us maybe caught in a hundred hour games. I mean, if we all took one and see who finishes first, that could be interesting. Could be, yeah. And we're that gonna could. be diving. We're gonna and have that, would, that right into Final Fantasy. That would give me a reason yes. to not give up on Infinite Wealth because I still haven't beaten the first one because I like kind of died off on it but if i'm like oh i gotta beat this first that's added incentive for me to continue playing that game and it's, it's funny that you didn't beat it craig because i told you where i stopped right i got yeah. too caught up in the yeah in the real estate game and then i stopped playing after yep. that. that's a typical yakuza game you get caught up in the side stuff yep. but you guys still haven't done the uh the the last one with the uh, dating sim have you no <laughs> I can't. I love I your recollection of it, though. I, I love I your think recollection. About it every, of it. I think about it every other day. I, think <laughs> yeah. I, I could. I could do get it. it. I could get into the dating sim. Do it. You'll have a good time. I promise. Oh my god. <laughs> we got so far off where we started. We were on Boulder's wow, Gate at some point. <laughs> I love this tangent. I mean, I said all really that needed to be said about it. It's a great game. It's easy to get lost in. Finish um, it but before these games come out. Yeah, I'm going to try, man. A lot of it is upkeep, man. It really is just unloading your inventory and getting ready for the next time you go out. That takes some time sometimes. Um, but yeah, I'll try. That, sound, that sounds horrible. It's, it's, it I sounds like it. terrible. It sounds awful. It's preparation. And it's like. Bro, it's the same reason why I hated Monster Hunter. Oh, make sure you do all this before you go on your hunt. Oh, no, man, I don't want to do I that. I love Monster Hunter, though. Yeah, I know. Craig, you don't want to put two daggers side by side and look at the, the buffs that they have on there and then weigh that one has a slightly lower attack. No, I don't. Um, attack I die than play. the I work 40 hours a I week. I don't want to do more. <laughs> I just want to play a game. There you go. <laughs> not wrong. Movies. Movies, movies, movies. and movies, TV movies. shows. So yep. here, here's the thing that I will admit. Um, okay. I've been lacking on TV shows lately, just to, just overall. Um, mm-hmm. Sports are starting to ramp up, but also starting yeah. to ramp down. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward. Uh, also, oh, I can't believe we didn't mention this in the news. How about the heartbreak that we did not get the EA yeah. NCAA uh, trailer? I'm trying not to think about it. Okay, mm. I that back up. Back to TV and movies. How dare you bring that up? I had forgotten about it today. <laughs> back, back to TV and movies. I watched that whole thing. Like, where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Never got it. <laughs> I watched Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, um, as you all know, my New Year's resolution was to try and watch every movie. So, like, I'll have a, probably more than I normally would this year. But I knocked out uh, Good Grief, Society of the Snow. Um, I watched the entire Echo series on Disney Plus for Marvel. And then on a request from somebody else, I actually 
since I've never watched it, started watching Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, you have? Never watched I, it. I need your take, man. I love yeah. I love that. I love that show, man. I love that show. Um, well, I, I have the weird one. Craig, okay. you know what I'm going to talk about. Hey, um, you never you, answered you, my question. Thanks. Oh, did I? I didn't. Um, no, you didn't. I watched Saltburn, <laughs> and and then questioned everything that I knew about everything. I I thought I got my answer because you had messaged me and said like I watched that one scene, and then I messaged you the following day, and I was like, "How'd the rest of the movie go?" And you never responded. And I was like, "Oh, oh I'm that, sorry. Oh, that bad." <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Speaking um, of bad, Barry. <laughs> good segue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Aquaman right. and the Lost Kingdom. <laughs> How lost is that kingdom? How lost is that I'm kingdom? Just trying I can't to believe you about, sat through that. I can't believe, I'm just trying to think about what I'm going to say about this movie. <laughs> I, you know, it, it is a really dumb hero movie. Like the, the problems I have with it are the beginning is so like overdone and cringy. I guess you're wondering who I am. I'm Aquaman, and this is everything that's been going on with me since you last saw. I had oh, a kid. God. I reconnected with my dad and my mom. They're together. My brother's in jail because I put him there. Uh, and and for and for whatever reason, Mira's in this movie a lot more than you think she is, uh, <laughs> despite all of the drama that went on with her. So the CGI though is whew, it is rough sometimes man um it it's funny to me where i watched uh i i, I re recently watched both avatar one and avatar two recently both of those are like spectacle movies that yeah. are you know wonderfully done cgi uh aquaman is again a very much a very cgi movie but it, it just isn't great it, it, the CGI is not great in it. There's always these one lame one-liner jokes that they're still trying to push on. The mm. the one the one redeeming quality about this movie, uh, I really think Jason Momoa, um, like Aquaman and Orm King Orm's like buddy cop sort of deal. I actually think that's genuinely like endearing. I think it's kind of fun. They have a mm. lot of fun with it, and I think that 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 part of the movie does keep it going. Um, Mantis is a weird villain. He still looks weird in his costume. Uh, it, uh, it, it, I, it is a very forgettable movie. Yeah. Very forgettable. I've kind of forgotten a lot about it already. And I really just, I guess, look forward to James Gunn at this point, taking the reins and finally seeing what he plans on doing with everything. Just because it feels like right now it is. It, it it's everywhere and i'm kind of glad that i think this is the last one like now yeah. we're gonna get a break unfortunately and and i say unfortunately because i like dc comics and stuff like that but unfortunately we're gonna have to wait probably another two three years before we start seeing dc stuff again besides like the tv shows and stuff yeah hmm. do you do you think that maybe Obviously, I haven't seen it, but like I, I get the vibe that they're like, all right, the James Gunn stuff's coming. This Aquaman movie was never going to be a good movie. Don't even worry about making the CGI look better. Just put it out and let's see if we make some money. I do feel like that's the way it's been for a couple of the DC movies already. Yeah. Flash had a lot of the same issues. 
uh, mm-hmm. with CGI, whereas there are lower budgeted movies with less with like CGI that looks better than what they're doing. Like so, Love, Death and Robots. There you go. <laughs> That's a TV show. Maybe a little bit different. Yeah, but that. they have they had a smaller budget. <laughs> yes, I do love your comment there, Craig. Though they just, they, like, they make they make that's like they make the most tier, top tier CGI. Yeah, yeah, but just just looking forward to more movies. Of I, I'm gonna I'm looking forward to the other movies I'm gonna watch this year. Yeah, <laughs> Aquaman. Probably, right? <laughs> you can just put it out of your mind. You never have to bring it up again. It's not gonna end up on a list. We All don't right. do worse movies. <laughs> not yet. No, we sh- yeah, man, that might there's a, there's another award for next worst year. movies. Yeah, worst. I, yeah, that's worst. Movies might be worth looking into. Um, I'd I'd be okay with it, honestly. Yeah. That one's probably at the top right now, right? Yeah. Well, it came out last year, so it gets a pass. It gets a pass. You're lucky, Aquaman. All right. So, good grief. Um, number one mm. movie on my list of all the movies coming out this year that I knocked out, uh, Dan Levy movie. I love me some Dan Levy. Uh, Shit's Creek's great. He is a fabulous writer. Um, that movie is incredible. It's just very sad dealing with the death of his husband and everything that goes along with that. Not a movie I would have normally watched, but it gets added on there because I'm trying to watch everything. So I'm glad I did. Uh, definitely worth a watch on Netflix. Go watch that. Um, Society of the Snow is a Spanish, it's a movie in Spanish, but they dubbed it in English. I watched it dubbed, um, is about a rugby team that is a true story of a rugby team that their plane crashes in the Andes and they have to survive for weeks with no food, um, implying, yeah, there's some cannibalism going on there. Incredibly well done movie. I know this was nominated for best foreign film recently, um, so that is also a movie you should definitely go watch 100% also on Netflix. Um, so those are two great movies on Netflix to start off your year. Um, Echo. Did you guys watch any Echo? Barry, did you watch any Echo yet? I didn't. No, I've okay. uh, I, I've been I've been very bad with TV shows. Like, <laughs> OK, historically. So uh, just like DC, Marvel's kind of in a weird place right now where everybody's kind of tired of Marvel. There hasn't nobody went and saw the Marvels which was the last Marvel movie. We only have Deadpool this year. Um, so coming out with something like Echo, where it is a more mature TV show, kind of like Daredevil. Um, I enjoy when Marvel gets weird. And I think that they get weird with Echo. It's only five episodes, so it's not very long. I've never seen a TV show where 75% of the show is done in sign language. It's very cool, oh. and I enjoy that they're doing that. And you you put on top of that um, the heavy emphasis on like uh, Native American, Indigenous people being the highlight of this show, and it works extremely well. It's not an action-heavy show at all. It's a lot of uh, backstory for Echo, right, uh, the character, and like what her ancestors went through she gets her powers from her ancestors so it's like here are her four ancestors throughout the years that have had the same power it gets passed down to one woman to protect the tribe basically it's very very cool i enjoyed it a lot you get cameos from daredevil you get kingpin's the villain so kingpin is back and i love kingpin he was awesome in daredevil 
yeah. overall, it's a very, very small scale Marvel TV show. So you don't want to go into it expecting like these huge set pieces with explosions. You're not getting that. This is like a, a really good story with like two or three action scenes in it. So it's not your typical Marvel. And I think they need to do more of it. Honestly, just like we know the, the movies are there for the superheroes. I would prefer the TV shows give us the backstory personally. Like, let me really dive into this person and why they are the way they are. Like we saw her in um, the Hawkeye TV show. Right. Yep. And you get Hawkeye um, in the first episode. So like there's that tie in there. Um, but breaking off and being like, yeah, she was a villain quotations in the Hawkeye TV show. Now you see why she was working with Kingpin. So I really, really liked it. I thought it was very well done. Um, I don't know if it's going to get any recognition at all because everybody's like done with Marvel. I still enjoy superheroes, so I will be there for all of these. And then uh, Love, Death and Robots. I am like halfway through the first volume. Uh, I don't know why I didn't watch it. These are really cool. The idea of like these like 10 to 15 minute self-contained stories and the cgi is like most of it is like mind-blowingly good it's insane um i don't know why i missed it but i'm kind of sad i did and uh, i'm thoroughly enjoying it you can knock out like i'm knocking out like two or three a night where i'm just like yeah i'm gonna watch like two of these and each one i haven't found one bad yet i think the only one i kind of like looked at weird was the yogurt one Oh, okay. Like yogurt takes over the world. Yeah, it takes over the world. What? Yeah. But everything yeah. else has been so cool. Like, um, I'm trying to think there was the one where uh they were it was a like controlling like these monsters and they were fighting and like uh for money or something was super yeah, cool. Yeah, I know which one you're talking awesome. about. That one like, look, that one's ve- that one looks really good too. Yeah. It's a very right, have you watched movie. it at all? I think I've watched maybe one or two episodes. Okay um you would love I, it if you yeah, watched more. i well like i i think a lot of people compare it to almost a black mirror type it thing. is yeah, yeah for is. sure yep only like yeah animated right animated black mirror shorter episodes yeah but, but anthology not, on all that yeah and i've just like every one i'm just like oh this is cool and they do such a good job of like immediately getting you invested in this 10 minute 15 minute show and then like getting to the point even the one with the uh, with Topher Grace, where they open up their freezer and there's like a civilization in their freezer. Yes, yeah. I was like, this is so that, cool. I've it's, seen that one. I've yeah, de- I've definitely seen that one. Like, did you so see the random. vacuum one? Did you see the vacuum one? No. Like a um, there's like a lady. This, she has. She I also has like wanted a... to mention: is this mm-hmm. the one TV show that like showed people episodes in different orders? Uh, I don't know. Because I know um, I did think that so. at one point. I think so. Are you talking about like you try to start watching it and it and it starts at season three by accident via Netflix and you're like, what's going on? Kind of thing. Is that what you mean? I maybe. I think it's or, it was, I think it's ordered incorrectly. So, like at okay. least it was for me when I started watching because I think I accidentally started watching season two before mm-hmm. way before I realized it, and it was because it started in Netflix for me on season two. I mean, you could uh, really start wherever, right? You can. Luckily, with that show, you could start yeah. wherever. But it's been, I've been having a blast with it. I think it's awesome. I'm just kind of yeah. sad I missed out on it. I don't know why I skipped over it. Definitely cool. Yeah. There's a lot of gems in that, in that, in that, uh, that series. Yeah. 
Now give me the review I really want, Craig. Oh, salt burn. <laughs> Ooh, burned into my memory. Are you on this um, side or this side? That's what I want to know. There's no middle. <laughs> oh, I'm on. So I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I know that there's I know that there's a lot of uh discussion and uh back and forth going on about this movie. That's really why I watched it combined with your take on it, Craig. I think you were the I think you were honestly the straw that broke the camel's back for me watching it cuz my wife was talking about it as well cuz you could just couldn't go anywhere without hearing about it like the, the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, but so I don't know. Do we, do I talk about it or do I not want? Do we not want to ruin it for people? Because Are you, you told Saltburn. I you guys make it sound like this weird. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Maybe tiptoe around it. No, just say whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, but half well, the like, fun is not knowing what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's what I can give you to kind of I don't know wet your whistle with it. That's probably the sure. wrong terminology based off of the yeah. movie itself. <laughs> yeah. But like what you're gonna get is like a midsummer clockwork orange clockwork orange um, delivery in terms of creativity and shots and color. Yeah. But essentially, it's about this doesn't I don't know if this ruins it for you. Essentially, it's about a gentleman who goes to Oxford. He's a standard outcast, really, really smart. He meets a very charismatic gentleman in Oxford. The two befriend befriend each other while going to school together. And he essentially becomes kind of like this guy's social um, introduction or at least social teacher, so to speak, in a way. He's just a very charismatic guy. Everybody likes him. He's got like the I play lacrosse body yeah. kind of thing. And he's good. And he's like, you know, all the ladies on campus love him. So over the summer, um, he invites the strapping gentleman, invites the main character to his um, castle. luxurious castle called Saltburn. And then what you do is you experience the summer months with him and his eccentric family. And that's where the stuff really starts to go down. But there's a lot of there's a lot of themes in this man, which 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 is what makes it great. Now, number one, it's very, 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 very well shot, um, which is what I loved. It keeps you um, my wife and I looked up a video on it after so we can understand how they kind of like broke down some of the things what they do is they keep it so that you as the viewer always feel like you're kind of sneaking and watching them that's the way they shoot the film they have specific angles where you always feel like you're either a fly on the wall or you're peeking behind like you know past a down a hallway and hearing the conversations between characters. And that is what bakes you into the movie. Yeah. That's exactly what bakes you into the movie. And I could tell, cause like my wife is not the largest fan of like um, many British films. Like there has to be some type of thing that backs it up for her to watch it. Um, I don't mind myself. Um, oh, and that's Barry also Keoghan in it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, um, it's a wild ride, man. Yeah, it is. It's a wild ride. And there's, I I don't know if I want to give away too many themes, but that's essentially (laughs) what it is. There's, 
there's there's like love, obsession, eccentric, uh, rich people being rich, yep. and you wondering how they're able to actually do that. I get a little bit of a hint of um, Midsummer Night's Dream in there. I I know why because there's like a they have a party that is very similar to that yes. theme, if not that theme. Um, but there's there's a lot going on in one package. I understand why it is disliked. Oh yeah. But myself, and I could speak for my wife too, because she's not on the on air right now. We were basically engrossed. Now, can I watch this six months down the line? If I had somebody who hadn't seen it, so I can experience somebody who hadn't seen it watching it again, probably. Because there are a couple of scenes that are the talk of the town, which is why so many people, well, one of the largest reasons that yeah. people are talking about it. And they're they're out there. And they're gross. But, <laughs> but it's but it's one percent of the movie that yeah. those those scenes those scene the uh, thing that Craig said gross they're, they're, it's one percent of the movie it's not like it's a it's a continuous thing but everybody plays the hell out of their part um you love to hate you hate to love certain people and it's a good movie it's a really really good movie um so that's Saltburn um. <laughs> 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 that was salt burn yep. two, two, 2 p.m. on a Monday I watched it so <laughs> it's the best time to watch a movie <laughs> it's like the best that. time to watch a movie like that. You, you I don't guys, even you know guys, huh I was gonna say it almost sounds like my experience with the green knight kind of yeah it's, it's a movie really... that like I watched it originally by myself and I was so drawn in because I was like what is going on in this movie like, why is everybody talking about this movie? Because I didn't look up anything. And then you get to a certain point when the first thing happens and you're like, no, seriously, what is going on with this movie? <laughs> and then you're just like, I have to see where this goes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I have to know what's going on. And then at the end, you're like, wow, OK, yeah. <laughs> I like what it did. But yeah. it is very like you're either going to watch it and be like, that was pretty cool. or You're going to be like, that was terrible. You're going to be right. moved somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be in one direction or the other. Um, but we were moved in the positive direction. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good one. It's a good one. Give it a shot, Barry. But if you do, like, don't look up anything. Go in blind. I think it's better. Okay. Fun fact. Fun see. fact, Craig. I think it it's took that lady. It took yeah, that lady I, I 10 years to write that, yeah. that. Did it? 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. She was she was baking. Uh, that's the second time using bacon. But she was really she really had that script in the oven. She didn't reveal anything about it until until uh, it started getting filmed. That's that's cool. I think it, it it's written extremely well. It's acted. They acted the hell out of that thing. Um, and I don't even I think it's got I don't think it got nominated for anything, did it? Oh, no, he did get nominated for it. Oh, did he? OK. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He's not going to win anything, but like he acted the hell out of that. I'll, I'll give him that. Full commitment wow. from that man. Full <laughs> commitment. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, I guess we're going to fully commit to the ending of the podcast here. <laughs> uh, I just do want to give a quick <laughs> shout out just because we did have someone on our YouTube. Uh, shout out to Dark Fader 4511 on YouTube. Uh, said he was watching from Australia. Sweet. And just Fantastic. wanted to say thank you for the support that we thank get on you. YouTube. Hopefully you are also watching the Special tens that came out, and now this one that will inevitably come out as well. And with that, we're going to bid you all adieu. 
if you let's see here trying to remember the script it's been a little bit if you're listening on your podcast listening platform of choice please make sure to like subscribe slash follow and leave a comment let us know what you think and you know recommend us to a friend if you feel so inclined if you're watching on youtube please make sure to like and subscribe and comment below on how How Oppenheimer deserves all those awards? Because I'll be honest, I don't think it does. Uh, <laughs> so there we go. There's the hot take of the hot take of the podcast to end it off. And with that, we see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>